Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. This is your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier. So for evening prayer tonight, we have in the Gospel of Luke, it's chapter 8, verses 22 through 56, several different stories about Jesus, but let's just focus on the very beginning, uh, starting in verse 22. It starts off with, one day Jesus got into a boat with his disciples, and Jesus said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep, he being Jesus. A windstorm came down on the lake. They were filling with water and were in danger. This is very common. Uh, it's quite often that you'd have a uh, large storm like this to pop up because, as you can imagine, uh, we're not in any ordinary uh, lake. The Sea of Galilee is, is quite large, large enough uh, to have uh, storms. Um, in size comparison, don't quote me on comparing it to the Great Lakes in terms of size, but like the Great Lakes, you have massive storms that regularly take out uh, ships and boats. So this storm is not unusual, but Jesus is asleep in the boat. And they're starting to fill up with water, so there's actual danger that is happening. It's not just an overreaction of the disciples. And the disciples are so afraid, they go to Jesus and they say, Master, Master, we are perishing. It's gotten so bad that they believe that they're uh, soon uh, to seek, um, they're soon to face death and that they're not going to be able to escape. Jesus wakes up and wakes up as they are uh, asking him to, to save them, to, to warn Jesus that they are going to perish. And Jesus wakes up and rebukes the wind and the raging waves. So Jesus stands up and then says to the wind, I rebuke you, be calm, be still. Tells the waves to stop as they are coming over and over the boat, filling it up with water. And the text says, they cease. The wind and the waves stopped. And it didn't just simply calm down a bit, but completely ceased. For the verse says, and there was a calm. Jesus turns to his disciples and says, where is your faith? The disciples, it says, are afraid and they marvel and they say to each other, who then is this that he commands even the winds and water and they obey him? Indeed, that's the question we all need to be asking ourselves. Who is he that even the winds and the water obey him? And the Gospel of Luke very quickly goes back to that question time and time again, you'll notice. And the answer to that question, it's not written out expressly. Luke doesn't then say, he is the Son of God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. But instead, he leaves the question hanging in the air because, quite frankly, the answer is so obvious. Because who indeed do we know whom with their voice can speak and calm creation itself? No one else but Jesus Christ, the true God, the one who made the heavens and the earth, the word of God the Father. And when God the Father spoke the world into existence, 
It was Christ himself who was doing the work to create the wind and the waves. It's quite fascinating that this verse is prompted with the disciples being rightfully afraid, but then Jesus rebukes them to a certain extent by saying, where is your faith? He turns the whole situation in on them. That yes, you were facing death, and yes, the water was coming in on the boat. So just like in our lives, we could be having various waves crashing into our own boats and feel that our own lives are sinking. But the only word we get from God, from Christ, is where is your faith? That even when we face trials and tribulations, we should have our faith firmly placed in him and in him alone. Because he alone is the one who can calm not only ourselves and our lives, not only give us the fruit of the Spirit, such as joy, self-control, to give us peace, but also he is the one who can give peace to the literal wind and the literal waves of this earth, much less the wind and the waves of what is crashing in on our lives. So long as we have faith in him, the waves may come over and we may be taking on water, but what we need to cling to is to cling to our faith, our trust in Christ, the one who made heaven and earth, the one who will judge us all, the one who will return soon, his advent will be upon us. He is the one whom we should have a true and healthy fear, not over the waves, not over the winds, not over our fellow men who want to pour in the water into our lives and to sink us. We should not fear flesh and blood, but we should fear the one who has the power of judgment over flesh and blood, the one who has the power of death, yes, even spiritual death. And so we need to have our focus in our hearts this week upon clinging to our faith in him, no matter what is going on around us. And I ask and I encourage each one of you during this Advent season do not let the season, the secular season of buy, 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 sell, sell, sell to overwhelm and overtake you. The demands or the pressure of the end of the year to overwhelm your spirit. Instead, give yourself over to the spirit of God. Let yourself grow and dwell and abide in him as he abides in us. And when you take Holy Communion, reflect upon that. Reflect upon the fact that you're receiving him spiritually, and that he will fill you up so that God will be all in all. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, one God. Amen. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. 
It is meet and right so to do.